Two for victory for Australia. Glenn Maxwell to see his first ball. Siraj bowls to him. Maxwell clobbers the ball out to square leg. A dive on the boundary to save it. They'll come back for a second. And Australia has won the World Cup. A sixth championship victory and surely none greater than this. In the most partisan, intimidating environment that this tournament has ever seen. Australia has quashed all of India in one night. Oh, that was how the SEN cricket commentary team yeah, called the winning coverage. runs. Australia winning the World Cup. They stayed up late and it was worth it. And part of that team is our next guest. And he's been with us right throughout this World Cup campaign. Bharat Sundarason is his name live from India. Bharat, thanks for joining us again. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, I haven't uh, really slept much uh, <laughs> since uh, last night. Uh, I was at the ground till 3 a.m. Eh, also because I couldn't get away, uh, find a way out of it there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just just listening to uh, the the highlights there, or just listening to Jared call it, the fact that you can listen to the Australian players' voices in the yeah. background kind of tells you how deathly silent the stadium had become. Don't, at that point, well, maybe a lot of people had left, but you still had nearly 90,000 people left at the ground. It was an eerie final 30, 40 minutes because despite the fact that Australia still had you know, a serious amount of runs to get. It, it was as if everybody had, had given up and uh, it, it was quite surreal. Uh, I've seen it many times before uh, in India. Uh, I've covered cricket in India and watched a lot of cricket growing up in India where uh, I think the Indian crowd gives up on their team uh, quicker than most other crowds uh, or fans around the world. And you could see where the game was going. India have been here before in knockouts. They've um, not won a big ICC title, the men's team, since 2013. Um, so once Travis Head got away and he started hitting those sixes and the game started rollicking along uh, away from India, I think a lot of Indians realized, well, you know what, uh, that dream of watching India lift another World Cup trophy on home soil uh, in, in front of the biggest crowd ever. Uh, in in India anyway for a final um, and you know with, the, with everything else as well the prime minister was there ready to give the trophy away uh, we had the big air show before the game began it was a show of power by India as a country and as a cricket team but well it's uh, the evil Australians who walk away with the World Cup trophy again we'll get to the game again but but how has India woken up this morning Oh, uh, not very well, to be honest. I mean, at least on social media, I've got a lot of grief for <laughs> just uh, saying a few kind things about Australians. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, that's just how it is. I mean, there's, there will be a lot of bitterness in the next few days uh, because that's how Indian society works. It rises and falls with uh, the, the performances of this Indian team. And the last seven weeks, I've never seen... Uh, India unite together the way uh, the the country did behind their team because you know otherwise you'll have like the Rohit Sharma camp, the Virat Kohli camp, and a lot of finger pointing. But because India have been so dominant, uh, everyone just rallied around them, and this was supposed to be that crowning moment. Uh, but for it once again not just to happen uh, is it, a big heartbreak. Uh, and I mean, you could hear a billion hearts break when Virat Kohli got out yesterday yep. and a few more times after that. Uh, and I think this will take a few days for it to sink in. This today was, I mean, I even heard that there was a ticket, ticket parade like planned for uh, today where they were supposed to go around in a bus in Ahmedabad. So everything was in place for India to win that World Cup. The fact was they just didn't. Will there be any recriminations? Uh, I think just because of how well they've played and like I said earlier, how 
much they have done to bring people together in this country in the last uh, couple of months and india is a very divided country right now uh, for a variety of reasons uh, i think they will get away with uh, the the kind of uh, backlash that other indian teams of the past might have got for lo- losing a big final or like it uh, is always said in india for letting a billion indians down uh, but yeah i mean the disappointment will last for a long time and and that's the thing right with indian cricket as well the the wheel just keeps moving in 3 days time india and australia are going to face each other in a t20 series starting in visakhapatnam uh, and everybody just moves on with it but not having this world cup and for the likes of virat kohli and rohit sharma to never get a ch- another chance of playing in a 50 over world cup you'd think um, yeah it it, it is uh, a bitter end to what was a great journey it was enthralling the game because uh, they were off to a flyer like rohit was just smacking them everywhere he really took a liking to hazelwood and he was aggressive he was batting out of his crease and even when they lost gill virat kohli came on and he always blocked a couple for four and he looked amazing as well until Travis Head's catch uh, is, is as good a catch as we've seen in a big cricket game ever. Would you agree, Brett? Oh, very much so. And for it to be Travis Head, who does, is not a, uh, the biggest uh, backer of his own fielding, and he called Rohit Sharma the unluckiest cricketer or unluckiest <laughs> batter to have fallen to a catch uh, like that from him in a big World Cup final. But yeah, I mean, just the moment, right? Like uh, India is flying at 76 for one, like he said, and then. Uh, the ball goes up in the air and uh, yeah, I mean, any, at that point, I think most Australians would have wished that it was Manus or Glenn Maxwell or Steve Smith or David Warner getting under it. But then you said, see Travis Head and you're like, oof, okay, how is this going to end? <laughs> and he just clings on to it, uh, holds it in one hand, makes sure it doesn't hit the ground. And you could see the joy around the Australian camp when that happened. Uh, he just lifts this team, Travis Head, uh, by his presence. And that was a great moment uh, for him and the team. And yeah, that really set the tone for um, how they wanted to control the Indian innings from that point on. And then uh, they struck quickly. Uh, Shreyas went out uh, by Pat Cummins, who was uh, hardly put a foot wrong throughout the, the semi-final uh, and the final. But did you feel like uh, Coley and it was Raul just went into their shell? I mean, they were just knocking them around. You could understand that for four or five overs. But do you think they did that for too long? It sucked all the momentum out of the innings. I think India kind of paid for their uh, own dominance uh, because the top five had scored so many runs uh, and most of the runs leading into this uh, final. Uh, you suddenly were three down for not too much on the board. Uh, and Vishraya uh, Sire going, I mean, his contributions in the last five or six games have allowed Virat Kohli to just bat at his own pace because Shreyas has been scoring at 60 or a strike rate of 140, 150. And just speaking to some of the Australians uh, on the eve of the uh, eve of the final, again, that was the one wicket they wanted early. They wanted Virat Kohli and KL Rahul to be batting with each other for a longer period of time because they could not take any risks at that point. Because with just Surya Kumar and Jadeja to come, who hadn't batted much at all in the last two weeks, uh, you just had to drag the innings uh, till a little deeper. And once Virat Kohli played that ball onto his stumps, uh, it was only going one way. And Jadeja struggled. And Australia by then were, you know, they had uh, they were they had the scent of blood, and then they were going for the kill. And I think that's how it played out. I mean, the, 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 the game was lost probably twice. So once when uh, India were batting, as Kane's, uh, you know, mm. he's outline. But also, you had Australia on toast at three for for three for not many. Mm. And yet the bowlers who have, you know, with spin have had uh, Australia had the better of Australia many times. Just could not break Travis Head's wicket. That with Labuschagne, who uh, who just controlled his his end. 
and it was it was staggering to me that uh, the spinners couldn't create some problems. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I think the pitch was uh, read beautifully by Pat Cummins. Uh, look, they uh, realized that it was going to be dry and slow during the day, which is why uh, they didn't want the Indian spinners to bowl during that period. And you yeah. saw Glenn Maxwell or even Travis Head getting a lot of balls to grip and uh, Pat Cummins with his off-cutters, uh, which is why Pat Cummins' decision might have taken a few people by surprise that he chose to field first. But I think that was the rationale behind it. Mm. Uh, and you could see it, it, why as well, uh, because as the day progressed and under lights, uh, there was a little more moisture on the pitch and the ball was just coming through a lot uh, easier onto the bat and not gripping. Uh, and and that's, that meant that Jadeja and Kuldeep Yadav, to a large extent, were rendered uh, you know, pretty hapless. Uh, and, and that's when Travis Head and uh, Manas really were allowed to milk their, their spinners and put pressure back on India. Uh, but you're right. I mean, three for 47 with Bumrah just having knocked out Steve Smith, even though Steve Smith should have reviewed it. Uh, the, the the momentum had shifted. The 120,000 I keep talking about had really found their voice. Uh, and those are times when, uh, you know, I've seen so many opposition teams, good, bad, mm. uh, great, uh, collapse in a heap. But which is why you have to commend Travis Head and Manas Labashain, the new age superstars, I call them. Uh, after the old age, uh, or not the old age, but the uh, you know the, the the legends of the game in Manasa, Steve Smith and David Warner had left, uh, they took up the mantle and held their nerve in that pressure uh, to produce one of the uh, greatest partnerships in a, a World Cup final you'll ever see. Yeah, I spoke earlier in the piece. Uh, I think it'll be talked about uh, for as long as World Cup history is, uh, as long as the World Cup continues, which will be forever. So that, that's one of the the great partnerships of all eternity now. Tell me, there's been a bit of criticism, and rightly so, that India didn't stay out to uh, see Australia receive the trophy. Um, do you think they should have? Uh, yes and no. I mean, I get where uh, that comes from. I mean, New Zealand did stay back last uh, time, four years ago, to see England lift the trophy. I don't know whether it's a cultural thing as well. Uh, and I, you could see Rohit Sharma. I mean, he is uh, the most unflappable guy you'll ever meet. I've known him a long time, but... Uh, towards the end, he he was he nearly broke down. You can yeah. see he was getting emotional. Uh, but, it, but I think it's just the expectation and the build up into this game, right? Uh, for all of them, uh, it just meant like, uh, and for Rohit, he'll never uh, play in a World Cup again, and that means he'll have to end his career without having won a 50-over World Cup trophy. So I think uh, those things were playing uh, a part as well. A few of them broke down. Mohammad Siraj and KL Rahul, I saw. Uh, and maybe it was just it was just too much for them. And also, in their defense, there were still a lot of Indian people still present around the ground. And the last place you want to be as an Indian player after you've lost mm. a game like this is in front of them and get abused by them. So I think they also realized they were safest and like the best place for them was away from all that. Now, the IPL auction is coming up in December. Travis Head has mm. put his name up for auction. I mean, has anyone's price increased more over the course of this World Cup, Brad? And what sort of figure do you think we're looking at for Travis? Well, he has a, a, a five more opportunities to add a, a zero or two to that <laughs> price as well. He has five T20Is coming up. He's one of those who's staying back. Uh, but you're right. I mean, the, an innings like this in a big World Cup final, uh, just the way he held his nerve as well, uh, as I've said a few times, uh, will play a big role in him uh, uh, attracting a lot of attention during that IPL auction. Um, and good on him. I mean, he did come and play in the IPL as a very young kid in 2016 and 17. Uh, but this is a very different Travis Head. He's had such a tremendous year 
uh, you know, that 100 in the World Test Championship final and this 100 now. Um, and I think he, uh, yeah, watch out. I mean, that uh, could be quite a big number. It's not just him. I mean, Mitchell Stark has put his name back in. Pat Cummins is coming back into the fold as well. Uh, and a few others are staying back, Steve Smith and uh, David Warner. So uh, a few big-name Australians uh, you'd expect will go for a lot of money. But yeah, Travis Head will be right on top of that list. I'm not surprised that uh, Mitch Stark's put his hand, ba- head, uh, his mm. hand uh, back up. He's just bought a house for $24 million. So, uh, <laughs> so it's fair chance he, he needs some folding. It's it's staggering that uh, we've won without Cam Green in, uh, and you're talking about T20. He's one of the highest uh, paid in the in the T20. So the depth is still there, and Travis had just 29 years of age. I mean, the depth and the breadth of his legend uh, is 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 unknown right now. But uh, it could be anything. Oh, it could be anything, and I think. Uh, uh, like I uh, like like I said a few times, it's not just uh, this innings last night, but, uh, but the big games that he scored. I mean, he scored a big hundred in Ashes Test, uh, the World Test Championship final, and now this. Yep. Uh, for for someone who had lost his contract a couple of years ago, and there were question marks about you know his his quality uh, from a lot of art circles, up, not so much in the team, but outside about whether it was it made any sense to stick with him. And what he's done uh, in, in the last 18 months or so, he's just taken his cricket to the next level. Um, and some of those innings have not come in victories, even his innings at Leeds, which set uh, up a win for Australia. And uh, who knows, Australia might have won that uh, Ashes test and gone 3-0 up. So, uh, no, I mean, his value has just gone through the roof. And now you kind of also get why, uh, I mean, originally the people of South Australia, but also uh, people uh, in the know in Australian cricket have always touted him so highly, why he's got... Uh, a leadership opportunity so early and also he brings such energy like I said earlier the vibe to the team uh, which makes him uh, uh, you know one of the most important members of this team what's next for you Brad where are you off to Oof, uh, I am off to nowhere because I'm heading home <laughs> so I have uh, 24 more hours here in India my second long tour of India this year and there was the ashes as well uh, so I think I've been uh, on the road since Jan 31st for around 65% of the days, which hasn't gone down too well in Adelaide. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, yes, I'm going back home to my wife and my dogs and my chickens in the Adelaide Hills. Uh, I'll be home on Wednesday. Uh, but it sounds like I'm going on a long holiday. No, it's just two weeks and then I'm back on the road for the home summer. The first test starts on the 14th in Perth. Well, you're coming back as a dual corn medalist, uh, so I think that uh, needs to be addressed. <laughs> it was uh, pretty tight last night. It was a great call, and it's been an extended uh, challenge for you guys over six and a bit weeks. But your performance, Brat, has been quite superb. Oh. You've been voted, and it was a tight vote, I've got to be honest and, uh, mm-hmm. and open mm-hmm. with you. It mm-hmm. was a tight vote, but you have prevailed once again. So you come back a dual yes. medalist um, and it's you've set yourself a big challenge a bit like the Australians uh, to get yourself up for the Pakistan Test Series. I don't know how either of you are going to do it. It doesn't quite have the same uh, uh, excitement as what we've just been through but uh, your exquisite talents is going to make it worth listening to. Uh, thank you so much Ian. It means everything in the world to me and like Travis said I'm just raising my bat yes. to nobody in particular and nobody's <laughs> clapping for me. So I can kind of we relate back with myself. <laughs> Good on you, Brad. <laughs> Outstanding job. We'll see you when you get back. Uh, can't wait. Thank you so much.